0: Hello, beautiful human. Thanks for laying us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with Ali and AJ. They got a lot to say. A brand new album is on the way, plus history to discuss, and a whole lot more. And today's interview is being delivered to you by GoPuff. GoPuff is the best. Nobody gets things to your door like GoPuff. Whatever you need, you can get it. Thousands of items available right in the palm of your hand. Snacks, electronics, home goods, booze. Whatever you need, they got it for you. Just GoPuff it. And if you want to save money, use my code. Zach10. Use it when you're checking out. You'll save $10 off your first two orders. Zach10. Use it. Try it. Here's Allie and AJ. Allie and AJ are in the studio.
1: Hi. 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 (laughs) Thanks for having us. Um,
0: This is... No, thank you for being here. Thank you for putting up with us. Thank you for choosing to let my croaky voice today enter into your ears i'm so sorry about that
1: no we i don't apologize it It is um a bit raspy than last time
0: yes well it's not usually this raspy i uh uh god's truth is you get over like having bronchitis and then you scream on top of that Oh no! and then you smoke a little weed and by a little weed i mean a lot of weed it's just like been the perfect storm over the last few days to have a shit voice got Got it. it but we'll recover
1: You'll Got be fine. We'll be stronger you know than You know what you kind of sound like right now? Michael yeah.
0: Barbaro. Oh.
1: Which, oh. by the way, I think iconic. is a major compliment. That's huge. And he's iconic. But I will say, I think he's losing his voice sometimes. That's... I and mean, I worry about him.
0: That man does it every day. He does it, it every day. So be
1: careful of your voice.
0: I it, There is something... Treat it with kindness. Well, so I, I do wonder, as you, you guys are... By the way, we're going to dissect an entire new body work. I'm very excited about it. But, as always, I have to acknowledge the fact that you've been doing this since mm-hmm. almost the dawn of time. Is there something that like in order to do what you have done, and it's more than just music, like even acting and being able to show up on a set every day, day in, day out, being able to memorize lines. Has there been like one vital thing that you need to keep intact in order to actually show up and act or Mm. be professional? Because at the end of the day, I know how high up on the call sheet y'all are. You know the the way the, the way the not day, always that
2: high I, not always you'd be surprised
0: <laughs> no, but like the way the day would fall out in a lot of ways would be up to how you guys showed up that day so yeah
2: well I'm usually sleep. always yeah it's I would say sleep number the, one is, is the number one and I I would say I'm usually like three to five minutes late on set pretty much every day yeah but but that five minutes okay. is fine it's like they always put a buffer in but I would say that you know that's because I am just someone that really wants to sleep as long as possible. I will literally wake up and be like, I have to be in the car in 15 minutes and it's like, I can brush my teeth, I can jump in the shower really quick, do a body shower. You know, like, I don't drink coffee in the morning so I don't have to make that. It's like, I basically roll out in pajamas and And She leaves hardly
1: any time. Almost no time. I leave a little more time and I still end up also three to five minutes late. (laughs) Are
0: are we memorizing lines though? Like, are you showing up prepared? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: totally. I, I
2: actually, I think as you spend more time on a set it's more and more tempting to not memorize in advance mm. and to just say ah, I could memorize it in the hair, makeup it. chair but don't do it it's it's never good and then when you do do it you're like oh yep I regret it that was really stupid uh, unless it's an insanely light day and you have like four lines or something and they- you're like I'm I'm fine I can memorize this in 10 minutes but but I always come super prepared so does AJ yeah. I think that's just the people we are we're kind of
1: you know those type eight, and persons. then I love running it in the trailer like if all the actors are down while we're in hair and makeup I'm like let's do it let's run it let's run it mm. again let's run it again like I need that yeah. some people don't but,
0: but do you push the envelope a little bit and then end up kind of tripping over yourself mm-hmm. and maybe not having a day on set that you needed because like at the end of the day too If you fuck up, it's kind of embarrassing because there's a bunch of people behind the camera and in Video Village watching you, and everyone needs to reset. And like, nobody wants to be that fucking guy. It happens. I've been that guy. I think it happens to every
2: actor. It happens where you have a moment of like, it's really not happening today, and you go, I, I'm prepared. I'm actually not nervous. Like I know all these people, but sometimes your brain just isn't like firing on the same Uh. level as it usually does. And those days are, are embarrassing and do feel really terrible. But everybody's always like, it's fine. It's not a big deal.
1: Even though you're like, yeah. maybe it, it is. It sucks when I, you're a guest. Uh, so. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, because you're not, you're not a regular. You're <laughs> yeah. not like usually there. Like yeah. Allie and I guest starred on The Good Doctor a couple years ago, and we had a lovely experience. And we played sisters, and it was really fun. And we were like, let's do it. This will be great. And Allie got really sick and they had to like move the entire schedule one day. Literally
2: the, it was the first time I've ever had to or AJ, I was so sick, AJ had to call in and say, She literally can't come into work today. Yeah, I was not I was that ill.
0: Well and, and all the and years and in all doing that.
2: In all the years, that was the only time I've ever literally had to call a production and say I can't yeah. physically be on well, set.
0: Because it literally And we were guests. I mean it cost people money to do that. Yeah. Man. Like they had it's to the, like re deal. They had to yeah.
2: reconfigure the day's shooting, which, you know, I think they were they able figured to handle and figure it out, figured yeah, it out. Yeah. but they aj i think shot all of her stuff that day instead and then i shot the following day oh,
1: so the whole joke wow. was of course with freddie who's so sweet was like well freddie he's a doctor so just come to set he'll <laughs> take he'll, care he'll of cure you. you he's a yeah. good doctor
2: and i was the one that actually wasn't even supposed to be i was the sick like one. the, the <laughs> sick one so it was also even weirder where i was like it'd be different if i was your role maybe i could have just sat in that bed but it's I true was, i sat I was in the bed up. a
0: lot <laughs> are there moments you miss a fill the Future ever
2: (laughs) Um, I miss being a kid that's cute and having like the innocence of a child's mind and not having the like history of you know living as an adult you know and all those years in between there's something that's really nice and naive about just being a kid and not having the worries that an adult carries so in that way yes I I I miss those moments and we had a lot of fun on the set I mean we all got along really well as a cast it was very like it was a low drama show
0: Was were you surprised by that
2: um, we all had very different personalities um, so in a way I think it's 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 not surprising that we all got along but like you know we all also were different ages Yeah. so it wasn't like we were all the same age or we all could relate to each other you know Revive is uh like three years older than me which at that point in time that feels like 10 years totally. you know when you're 14 um and then amy is a couple years younger than i am um but but yeah we had a lot of fun i mean we had a lot of like gags and you know things on set that entertained us as kids i'm sure if i experienced it now i'd be like well, that's kind of lame. Why did I find that entertaining? But when you're 14, you, you think it's cool. You
0: well, know? Totally. And by the way, like I have friends who were on shows growing up as young kids, and they, it wasn't as fun. You know, there was mm-hmm. not nearly as many gags. Yeah. If, if we, any, by the way. Like, and we and yeah. we had
2: like a great like hair and makeup team, wardrobe team was really great. Like really sweet people that I think you know were used to working on on kid shows, um, and so I had really good relationships with them. They were kind of our, like, safe haven if, you know, we were going through, like, some teenage angst, mm. you know, we would talk to them in the hair and makeup chair. Well,
0: because it genuinely is a lot, right? Like, you're, and, and I only know this because, again, my friends, looking back at my life, you know, I worked at Nickelodeon, and, like, you, know, you, you, there's so much pressure put on a human being at that stage in life while you're also still a sponge soaking in so much. Mm-hmm. And then to have the professional stress and pressure of, like, showing up and, mm. and You have to know to a certain degree that, like, what you what you're stepping in there to do is a big deal, Mm -hmm. and
2: yeah, you're like a little mini adult.
0: Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, you you have to be. And I think,
2: and I think it's, I think that AJ and I had overall pretty good experiences. I mean, there's definitely been moments that were weird or, you know, uncomfortable or uh, just challenging to maybe overcome. You know, being young children that didn't come from a family that was, you know brought up in the business like our our family wasn't involved in that at all so it was very much we were at ground zero on everything learning everything but I think at the same time it's a good reminder that the industry is not an ideal place probably for a kid to grow up and like if someone is wondering if they should like put their kid in you know into acting or something I would just say you know what you're gonna be a lot safer if you just wait till the kid is like legal age and they can make adult decisions on their own Mm. Because it's a lot of responsibility to have to place on the parents' shoulders and the reps and then the kid. It's just a lot. Well,
1: the thing is, the adults on set, I think their job is to be able to form how that kid will grow up. Or at least help, not form, because they're not the parents. but it's up to them to be responsible with how they treat the children on set, and not every adult is going to be that way. So it's like, as a parent, how do you really go, all right, feed my kid to the set, see what happens, because not every adult's going to be respectful of that.
0: Dude, I I know that the sets that I've been on, it's very business, Mm -hmm. you know? And the way the phrase is, it's business, not personal. But when you're dealing with children at a very vulnerable stage of their life, it is incredibly personal. And then you also really, the other dark side of this whole thing is, there are parents that need the success of their children to survive. Yes. And in some cases, it's the fame and the glow that they want to bask in and Mm -hmm. ride that wave. And in the worst cases, it's it's financial. Financial. You're right. It's so sad. I had a very close friend who was incredibly successful, has been on everybody's TV numerous times over. Mm -hmm. I had no idea the depths at which That financial support was going Mm. Mm. until I realized that, like, their parents didn't work.
2: Yeah. And you're like, like, wait a minute. You're like, so you're a working child that's like keeping the lights on in your home and
0: had been for like a long time. That's
2: devastating. And they were making
0: stupid money. Yeah. Stupid money. Talking about like, could be six figures a week
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. per episode. Yeah, that's
1: insane
0: but do those parents think they're working by being
3: stage parents yes probably mm-hmm. 100% they they do.
1: probably think well my kid is yeah. they do able to do this because of me
3: yes so I'm Which the is one. it's
2: a justification which is unfortunate because again it's like you know if your kid is really passionate about being in the industry and it's something that brings them a lot of joy which I, I've experienced working with a couple of like child actors where I'm like they are natural they mm. like being here totally they're not complaining they're super stoked they're like total pros but they also feel like they're still a kid you know they're not like they're not adults they're still children and and that was because I thought the parents were really solid and seemed like they had a good head on their shoulders but I think a lot of the times you know the kid sometimes doesn't even want to be there yes that's the really sad part is is you're you're like like, oh my gosh you're like this family is like destroying themselves from the inside out all because they're using this kid as well I'll tell you a story
0: I watched this and it was pretty wild I watched a kid who's super young, who gets this guest starring role on a show, huge deal, definitely competed against probably like 50 to 100 kids, easy, gets the gig, goes to the table read, shows one inclination of not wanting to be there, mm-hmm. and then the showrunner executive producer fires the kid.
2: Oh, gosh.
0: Literally, almost immediately, oh. and fires him t- through the mom, the whole thing. Wow crazy new kid looks similar to him there oh. by the end of the day
2: right just Gosh. like immediately replaced it's brutal No, it's a, it's a really crazy industry he
0: literally I mean. was going from table read to rehearsal and it was like you're out yeah, yeah he didn't step two seconds on set
2: i mean look I, I believe it i think i don't think aj has ever been fired from a job have you no i've been fired from two whoa yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess I don't know how you want to call it fired. It's not like you're fired where they're saying it to your face. Yeah. They're like, they're moving in a different direction, which you're like, OK, um, <laughs> you're fired. Been, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> but but one of the times it was actually like a, we're moving in a different direction. You're way too young. We've seen you now with the rest of the cast. And we cast you about 10 years too young looking at you with all these other people that are supposed to be yeah, couples. It made no sense. It made no sense. I mean, I kind of knew even going in, I was like, I'm like 10 years younger than everybody in this cast. This is a little bit odd. Maybe I'm supposed to be like the young girlfriend, uh, and and so that was like you know. I was what show? Uh, it was a pilot that never went uh. with Will um, with uh, Will Forte.
0: How many pilots have you all done? Not that many. I've done. By the way,
2: I've done a good amount, but not crazy.
0: There's. I, I mean. Well, you had a pilot that went.
1: Well, I've only ever done yeah, shows that were just I mean, on. I don't mean. Yeah, that sounds horrible. But no. like, but like the but, Guardian and like Oliver yeah. Bean and and the Goldbergs and Schooled. Like, I don't well, know you if i had... ever shot a pilot. Actually, you... that's a really good question. And then, I and don't then think you have. Never. I've
2: I've shot some pilots that just never went.
1: Yeah.
0: How it sucks, doesn't it? Well, I really Try wanted to...
1: the Chevy Chase one to go. That would have been cool.
2: You did
0: a show with Chevy Chase. Yes. Yes. It was just
1: a pilot that never went with him yeah. and Beverly D'Angelo. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, dude.
2: I I think if it. If it had gone and it had worked, it, it would have been, been huge. really great. But
0: did it huge. work when you were there? Did you feel like it was no, working? No, yeah. it, Me you know. and the
2: other actor like looked at each other and we were like, this is a mess. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he just, I think he he just, w- it was hard for him to memorize lines. Yeah. He was older, you know, uh, he was, he's had, I think, a lot of health issues.
1: Yeah, he doesn't need to be the lead of a show now. Yeah, like, but I think
2: it was the name of using, you know.
0: Of course. Of using the yeah. two of them
2: as, okay, we're going to spin this off into... Now they have children, and they're, you know, their their children are raising a family like that. But yeah, thing. a little amazing. confusing
1: because they weren't playing the Griswolds, so so it's uh, actually correct. a little correct. They were not. You're kind of like wait, but that's wait, the what? Griswolds. Yeah. They're just using that same
2: couple. Yeah, kind of like an old Hollywood movie would like re Ugh. use the same two stars because it was like this was a successful thing. Right, you know? it could have worked. Um I don't
0: hate it, but also they probably didn't have the rights to use the Griswolds or something. I'm sure they did. Probably. Um but all
2: <laughs> there was an A I think it's ABC, right? Yeah, ABC I think. Probably. That's Yeah. No, you're right.
0: So but no, I've never shot a pilot. Wild that you've never shot a pilot. Mm-hmm. You know when it's you're on set though. You feel I it. feel
2: like you know. And I feel like you know when it's like this is gonna get picked up. Yeah, and I've then done, when you're like Oof, oh, whoops.
0: I've done three and I just knew Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not and one got went. picked up. No, fuck three. no.
2: I yeah, think that you have a, you have greater chances of them not going than going.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my God. The likelihood of it hitting is crazy. I'd rather just do my own fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know? Fuck that. But you, you did get really... I mean, do you consider it luck being able to g- grab a roll on the Goldbergs and then see it spin into mm-hmm. something that is uh, your own vehicle?
1: Yeah, that was really cool. I mean, it didn't last as long as we all thought, but- the spinoff. But... The pandemic really took us out. I mean, I think the show would have kept going, but after two years it was it was done. But I still get but, the Goldbergs. Like I feel like I'll always have Laney. Like as we're long still as that show keeps going. Ten seasons. Yeah, I just came back. Crazy. I'm doing another episode. Like it's yeah, it has been crazy. I, I do think some of it's luck. I mean, I, I happen to know Adam Goldberg because of Allie. Um, he had uh, tested her on a show with Christian Slater that he was doing way before the Goldbergs called Breaking In. And fell in love with Allie as an actor and was like, she's great, blah, blah, blah. And then me and Allie tried to sell a show with Adam and it didn't land and instead the Goldbergs went. And he emailed me one day and was like, there's this role, Lainey Lewis. She's like kind of the bad girlfriend. Like, will you come in and do like a couple days? And I was like, sure and the role originally had like no lines like I was like an extra which I was like I'm down like I'll do it I love Adam I love the cast I was even like are you sure you want to do this (laughs) it was I was was like like, a co-star co-star it was pretty little I mean I mean the first like episode then second then third I was like okay I'm I'm coming back but it's still not really growing that's cool and then finally it was like heavy recurring and then became a regular and then the spinoff it was crazy so yeah I do think some of that's luck but also like we built a relationship with Adam and had a genuine rapport. Yeah, but is
0: it luck or did you just show up and had an energy on set that people wanted around so they chose to give you more?
1: That's sweet. I I would like to think so, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's like, I, I just wonder how like, Thespians measure success, especially in a world that is as fickle as television because, like... Being asked to come back. Yeah, like, yeah, like one sure. day it's super on and then the next mm-hmm. day it's super fucking off, but yet your relevancy is still existent because the show you could be on is airing in syndication or it's ingrained in people's lives and childhoods. Like, yeah. it is, it is, like, like, do you see it as uh, luck or is it really seen as, like, fuck, I did this. Like, I got this. Even though, like, it's weird. Like, it could come down to random luck, like somebody else not showing up that day or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah I
1: think,
2: I think it's, it's both. I think it's a combo. I do. I think it's definitely luck, but then I definitely think it's the hard work of the actor being right for the role. But also, like... Timing. You could be, be so right in so many ways and then wrong in one way, and that just takes you out, which uh. is also really
1: annoying. That's a great point.
0: And, and, that and must... That fucks you up. It does. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then there's also times where you're like, I should... I really, truly... I mean... I'm sure everybody is biased to their own performance or their own talent. But there's definitely times where I'm like, I really truly should have booked that. Like that should have been mine because now I'm seeing it, you know, as the show or the movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I know that I was better than this. And then there's other times where you're like, you know what, that person actually is kind of better. I believe this character more with this actor, you know, but like, but there's definitely times where I've been like, you know, they lost out. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you're like, actually there is some like, there's some solace to that, I think. I agree.
0: You find peace.
2: Yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though you didn't get to do the project, you're like, you know what, though? I wouldn't have changed anything I would have done about the audition. or Right. And then there's the ones every once in a while we were like, I would have done that a little differently now that I know that this person booked it or whatever, mm. you know? Or I would have dressed maybe in this way or...
0: Yeah, because one little thing like that oh, really can weird. throw off somebody's perception or it's image strange. that they have in their mind already. Or yeah.
1: or even where you're from. Yes. Like, like I've lost out on a role because they were like, she's a little too California. She's from California. And, like, and I'm like, what the hell does that uh, mean? You're
0: giving Midwest, sister. Yeah, right. Thank you. Know? you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> well, and I didn't book it. And yeah. it was like one of those things where it was like that was kind of the main reason why. And it was really wrong, in my opinion. If you're a great actor, you're a great actor. Yeah, it,
2: doesn't
0: it doesn't matter, matter where you're,
1: you're
0: from. from. Yeah. Oh my God. That, yeah. yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Isn't he the job of an actor to <laughs> take on whatever the, the, right. the character is? The exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Okay, you want me from Appalachia? Great. Yeah. From Appalachia. Like, what? I d- it's so bizarre. Do
3: you guys ever feel like you don't get hired because you are Allie and AJ? Totally.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yes.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: I think especially when we're younger, it did not help us. It was like a bad... It was like... I get which that. Which is funny, whereas almost in a weird way now... I like to think that being successful again in music would—I I don't know—would only be a positive because mm-hmm. it's just more eyeballs or more yeah, fans or I more people so. in seats or watching the show. But I think when we were younger, it was very hard, and it was also very hard because they would confuse us all the time. It's like, no, I'm Allie. That's AJ. She's <laughs> totally. the younger one. I mean, I guess we were both blonde, yeah, so it were. was more confusing. But um, but I do think it was like a negative. It was not a positive. No. It wasn't like cool. Ali and AJ. They sold you know this many records,
1: no. and like, right. it, was like, huh? it was more like oh, you're gonna go in for this JJ Abrams movie. Do not say you do music. Yeah. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to hear yeah. that you're a pop star. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and it, maybe now he would be into it because his yeah. daughter is. But like, <laughs> right. but like at the time, it's like nope. I don't. I don't know what music is. I don't do it.
0: Music yeah. never heard of it. Never,
1: never heard, heard of it. Of it. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> Here to act. It's ah. <laughs> funny.
0: By the way, like that is a thing. I, Dude, I have friends who've had to change careers completely and totally because it's been so hard for them to get a job post a show Mm -hmm. that, like, by the way, like debuted ten years ago and has been off the air for fucking ever. It's so
1: unfair. It is. is It's so unfair. It's It's also like, who
2: cares? Like, nobody else would be judged in that way in other fields of work. You know what I mean? But in the arts, you're like so so harshly judged.
0: Right. But it's gross because like, and it creates a terrible system because you have then kids who are younger making money that they've never actually made before Right. Mm-hmm. and even though it's not an insane amount of money it's a nice yeah. amount of money Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's the amount that's going to fucking run out totally. and you reach these high 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 and heights of gone. fame and then it's over. You have more money than you've ever seen and then you think you're going to book shit right when you're out of whatever this longer show mm-hmm. is right. you did 100 episodes of and then of. You, it's, you
2: don't. Yeah, right. I, It's so, so true. You
0: literally adapt or die. Yeah. No, it's so true. It's hard.
2: It's really hard. You get
0: it. You oh, totally yeah. get it. Friends, you totally get My best friends, man. My best friends in life are like who have Child all... actors? Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, a lot of yeah. our really Same. close girlfriends, especially, are child actors who have been in the industry for years and are like fantastic actresses, work really hard, you know. Get to the finish line many times they book stuff too but like they've had moments of like major droughts i mean we have as well i mean where i'm in one you could call like i haven't worked in a bit as an actor you know i mean we've yeah. been music has been so like
0: well that's the
2: focus but 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 it, if you don't have that second outlet that would right. be really devastating i mean it would be weird to be like i guess then. There's no judgment obviously on this, but I how would be like pivot? I guess now I have to do another job or I'm a yoga instructor or I don't know. Like
0: yeah. And I'll tell you how I'm my like I don't have any
2: either. other skill, life skills.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's and, I don't
2: either. <laughs> well <and that's, laughs> what do we do. It's not okay. <laughs> no, but genuinely.
0: Like, there has truly. to be something freeing though with music where nobody else is judging you or casting you or that, thinking you're wondering true. if you're worthy. That is true. Or, true. I will say that yours. is the one
2: reason I think why it's a bit of a one it's more sustainable on mm. the acting because it doesn't have that judgment process in there. I mean, yes, you might be judged by someone saying, I'm not putting your song on a playlist or I'm not putting this song on the radio, but all of that is kind of pointless anyways. There's no auditioning and process. And there's no auditioning process of saying, hey, you're not right for this, and you feel that immediately.
1: There's no pilot. Your record's not canceled. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's like mm. it's, Unless you're dropped from your unless label. Unless you're dropped. I guess that would be the equivalent
0: but 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 now with music democratized the way it is like at the the end of the day like anybody has the ability to have a record find some sort of ears and rise Totally, right Right. it's all yours Mm -hmm. it is no whereas tv
1: you're like is this show gonna get canceled is this gonna go are we
2: getting moved to a a shitty night and now all of a sudden our ratings are gonna plummet like it's right so much politics behind it
1: whereas music you're like the music's out and i believe in it and i'm happy and now i can go tour it and you're just worried about Not worried, but just concerned concerned about about ticket sales. Like, who's going to show up? Yeah, and and the cost of the tour,
2: because now things have changed so much with, I think, COVID changed a lot with the touring community. But then I think just streaming in general, I feel like it's harder to get people to come to a concert and to buy, you know, a merch item and a a nice ticket and all these things because people just want to spend their money differently um so that's i think the greatest worry or concern is that and then the budget of the tour you know how much it costs to have your band out have them in hotel rooms no, on you're running a nights. business you know exactly. the bus the bus i mean buses like cost like 100k
0: yeah so expensive <laughs> for, for a <laughs>
2: couple <laughs> months yeah. you know yeah. like or two yeah like so that's i mean crazy. it's like it's insane i mean you you talk to your business manager and you get off the phone and you're like uh <laughs> should we just cancel this whole tour um but we've already put the tickets and out like, and no. you know some of them are already sold like well, and then you go no we just got to figure out a way to like cut back here and like, it works it works and, and every times you know in a weird way you have to almost look at touring as like a promotional totally. vehicle and not like a money-making vehicle i mean unless you're at a really high level and you're playing these huge huge rooms i think when you start getting that 6,000 and up that's when you can, because there's a large amount of people. 100%. Yeah. Space. But
0: by yeah. the way, like totally, totally fucking random, Nickelback happened to be on the show the other day. And oh, really? Were they cool? Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they're really cool.
1: That's great. Yeah, I've heard they're great. Yeah, yeah
0: for for a band that has like really one of the worst raps for mm-hmm. doing nothing, like they've done nothing, they've done to, nothing yeah. to give them I this know. definition, yeah. but... It was literally a Comedy Central commercial, but they were saying that like they were playing giant arenas and still losing money because they needed a floating fucking stage that would right. up, like. Right. So your point is like it is promotion. It's it is. it's a yeah. Physical... they can even
2: lose money at that. Oh at my that God, place. Yes, If you're saying sure. I need an LED wall and I need a pyro, 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 and, and I floating need, shit, yeah, right. and I need like 20 background dancers. And,
1: well, you know? because the bigger the venue, too, the more glitzy you have to be. Because yeah. for the mm-hmm. people that are way far in the back, yeah. what are they going to see? Pyro.
2: No,
0: totally. They're not going
1: to. See much else; yeah. they're way far up. So, so you're kind of yeah.
0: What would do you? Does it make you try to r- understand what makes your live show special, and what those qualities are that need to yeah. shine, and what is kind of expendable?
1: Mm-hmm. Our bond. I mean, honestly, not to sound like a cheese ball, but like huh. us as sisters on stage. To me, that's something that you can't replicate unless huh. you're sisters or brothers. You know, I think there are people that have kind of made a career off of blood harmonies and vocalizing with family and things that you can't really create um, with, you know, a duo that's not connected like that. So I think Allie and I will always have that, um, our bond on stage, I think our voices, I think that um, Allie and I have now gotten really used to performing live because we've been doing this for so long so we know how to grab the attention of an audience, which I think a lot of people don't know how to do when they Mm -hmm. tour. I think uh, it's about the
2: musicianship,
1: you know, It's definitely about that. Like, it's not
2: about, I mean, obviously I'd love for us to get to a level where we have like a crazy stage layout, you know, and it's um, really intricate and and built, you know, hand built from the ground up. But I also know that we are not the type of band that needs, I think, all those bells and whistles. I think we just want (laughs) to go out and like play the music and, and have a great band backing us and that it's about the songs and the connection with the audience and i think there are certain acts that you go to see because of the spectacle of it and maybe it's not so much about the music or about the Mm -hmm. the artistry and that's also fine too because that's art in its own in its own way um but i think for us we want to be kind of go back to the old school style of of concerts where there weren't really you know bells and whistles it was just people going up on stage and playing great music and having a great time and connecting and then that, that magic disappears when they're off stage.
0: do exactly. you feel the need to like put your storytelling in a, in, in a genre box or are you cool with it just being what it is
1: I don't really need it to no, be in one no cause I, I kind of think genres are out now like people people don't really describe the music they listen to now in pockets of genre they more talk about emotions mm-hmm. how are they feeling that day I'm on the sad vibe. I'm on a sad playlist. I'm on the acoustic playlist. I'm on the happy playlist. You know, it's like, I feel like music is now defined by Mm -hmm. mood as opposed to genre. Um, And I also
2: feel like we didn't really, I mean, I guess we kind of had more of a genre when we were younger. That was, I guess you would say pop rock. Um, But I think as we've gotten older, we've realized that we don't really fit in one specific genre space. Like we are kind of pop. We are kind of indie. We are a little folk. There's a tiny bit of country even in this new record. Yeah. I mean, so I'm like, eh, yeah. I'm like, whatever. It's just good music, you know.
0: It's great, by the way, the album. Thanks. Thanks. We're really so
1: proud good. of it.
2: Did you no. listen to the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. oh, cool. oh yeah. Well, I love
1: that you guys got to hear.
2: Oh, the right thing. on. It was so
0: oh. good. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Thank you. I love
1: Thanks. that we were here for Touch of the Beat, and now we get to be here for With Love well, From.
0: The last one was great too.
1: Thanks. Real
0: quality music. Thank, Thank you. Again, musicianship is very like front and center and obvious. Thank, Thank you. you. Step, that, but that—that's I live for that shit.
1: Thanks.
3: How I long think. after a touch uh, a touch of the beat? Sorry, I, the name's so long. We're. That's
2: no, okay. You don't have to say. No, that's okay. <laughs> well,
3: how long after that album? <laughs> I remember when you guys. Started- yeah, you're like <laughs> what? A like, touch what? of the beat
2: <laughs> Totally.
3: How long after that album did you start this one? Because it does sound similar, but it, you mm. can tell there's uh, some changes.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we ended a touch of the beat in. Hold on. Uh, it was May. It came out 2019. No, no, 2020. Sorry
1: wait what yeah it came out the year of the pandemic yeah 20, actually right? 2020. no it came out 2021 oh, oh it sure. did I yeah. did I'm sorry yeah. I'm all messed 2019.
2: <laughs> up 2019
0: yeah, because we're now in 2023 <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all messed yeah, up so it set, came out 2021 May seven, twenty twenty one. 2021 there yeah. you go thank you 2021
2: Damn. and then um, we made the Touch the Beat record in December December of 2021 mm. which is crazy no with love from uh, with Love from Yeah Yeah, yeah Sorry, um, so it came out in May. <laughs> usually Beak. so good at this. I am. This. I am.
1: I'm off. May 2021 is when Touch of the Beat came, came out. out. Then we we started, started immediately. Recording. Weirdly, no, we started immediately
2: writing, writing because we were weirdly still inspired. Which yeah. I, I don't, I, not that that's weird, but I guess I wasn't expecting us to still be like, there's more songs to write. I would have thought that we would just be like, I'm burnt out. Like, because uh. well, it we was finally 16, made this full record. It was a lot of songs. songs. Um, but we got back into the studio wow. in like. I want to say July or August. maybe. Yeah. and we wrote and we wrote like July, August, September, October, November, and then we got in the studio to actually make the new record in that, December. That December,
1: and then toured Touch. The and Beat then toured after. Touch the Beat
2: afterwards, which was in twenty. Wait, so you had 22. another
0: album ready to go while Basically. you were doing the first yeah. one. Yeah.
2: yeah, it just wasn't like all put together. It was uh. like we had we had done all of our vocals and all of our. Um, you know we had cut the band and the vocals at the same time which we hadn't done on touch the beat and then we knew we had some overdubs to do with like harmonies and some background stuff and that there would maybe be some more parts that would be added in like hey we need another guitar line we'll bring in you know the guitarist and he'll overdub um and they d- they did that up until we left for tour basically mm-hmm. we left um and that first show was april 2nd or something april 2nd and then when we got back we finished everything up in the summertime. It was like july august september
0: do you try any of these songs on the new album with love from uh, while you're on the road
1: yeah, yeah. we did actually yeah which we play, we've never done before oh. yeah we played with love from throughout uh, the whole tour we played baby lay your head down we played blue dress yeah i so think just three, those three, three songs yeah which felt really good what and you, then it started making us feel like oh my gosh i just want to play the whole new record now <laughs> yeah. but then we're like but we gotta still honor the touch of the beat album Which we love.
0: Are you like listening or looking for any sort of reaction? Like what are you feeling for when you play the new stuff that's unreleased?
1: Yeah, I think it's all about energy. Just seeing how fans react to something they haven't heard yet. And not knowing the lyrics, but still Mm. like enjoying the song, you know? Totally. And then next thing you know, you're seeing it like come out online. People are posting about it. And then the next night some people might come back to the show and they kind of know the words. Like, I remember yeah. starting to see people... Like, I was like, what? I was like, how do you know this song already? Yeah, it was wild.
0: That's... Because so, we were
1: consistently doing it and then we would also do it on the Ben Platt tour. So Because we, uh, we were touring so much last year. We played 75 shows last year. Holy shit. So it was like, we were just conditioning people with these new songs and eventually they were really starting to catch on. But we hadn't really ever done that where we were playing unreleased music.
0: People, like, it is actually, like, one of the best ways to get an understanding. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. How it works. Oh, my goal.
1: my goal for an upcoming album would be to get a whole record on yeah. stage before it's out. Or, yeah.
2: or to at least have parts of it where you played each song, you
1: know, a handful of times yeah. Yeah. in and out of your set. Well, it ends up designing the song in such a way uh-huh. that, like, the fact that you're playing it live is, is kind of telling you how it needs to be on a recording. And totally. when the recording leads, you don't get that. Huh. So it's like, yeah. to me, a live show almost needs to tell you how you're gonna produce we it. We actually did a
2: recall on with love from right before it came out like we gave our entire team a heart attack which we never do this kind of thing we were like I'm sorry I was like that well the, we did the, on the, slow
1: dancing too but. we
2: did it on slow dancing that's right um, but we were like we need to recut the the chorus vocal we were like we've been singing this song now on stage and I was like we sing it very different than the original recorded version that we yeah. did back in December and now it's October and we just sing it differently on stage. It has a lot more energy. Yeah. It's not quite so like lackadaisical in the way mm. that we used to sing it. And so we literally went in and just like recut the, the whole chorus. Right before it came out. Like, like literally Which two weeks before it really it needed out. it. And that's it made crazy. a huge difference. It made a huge difference. So you that's looked at each
1: other and we were like, we, we, that was right. Yeah. That's why live, I'm like, Hits. it's so awesome to play live and then figure out your studio Neil
0: process. Young would do that. He would like only test things in that's front cool. of an audience and then go back Smart and brilliant. figure it out.
3: Well, really oh, yeah. Smart. There you go. That's why it's Neil Young. That's fucking right. Well, yeah. Allie, I think there's a comment you made about embracing imperfections on this album. Yeah. Is there a reason? Did you guys used to try to make everything too perfect, and you realize like sometimes it's nice to? Yeah. Not-
2: We're like totally we, me and AJ. I think have. Um, I mean, and I think it comes from our pop days. Uh, we 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 really enjoy comping vocals, um, which is like you know the actual putting together of the vocal take, whether that's you know one full take of the verse or the chorus or you're like i love you know take nine that line and then take you know 12 on you know the third line yeah um and i think we we love it so much that sometimes we fixate on getting that perfect vocal or that that vocal that is in completely you know is completely perfectly in tune um and and then we kind of realize that that's not really the the end
1: goal of the
2: type of music that we're trying to make at least now in our in our career
1: well and it also kind of it became really clear to Allie and I now that we're adults making records in our 30s as opposed to as teens that it's it's not really about piecing things together anymore it's like energetically I want to hear one take Mm -hmm. of a verse that was all sung in that moment yeah and I'm not saying that you can't do things the other way I understand when people want to piece together certain lines. I don't believe in piecing together words. I think that that gets really Yeah, it gets really weird. Yeah. But lines, you can kind of
2: you can kinda of hear it too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I understand if you're like take one of line one was awesome and take three of line two was really solid and we could also take take three of line three. You know, yeah. that is cool. I get it. But I think when you're um, getting more comfortable with yourself as a vocalist and you're singing live in a room with your band performing at the same time, mm-hmm. you end up stealing that energy from a one-take performance that you oh, can't yeah. really get from piecing you together. You can't replicate it in the piecing together yeah. part. You're right, yeah.
0: But that's going back to musicianship. Totally. You can't really do those things without it.
1: No, you
2: can't. No, yeah, you can't.
0: Um,
3: so you guys are actually recording these songs almost like it's live? Like you're recording while the yeah. band's playing? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's yeah. How The, the only song. real difference, I guess, no. that... I mean, we could take one step f- further if we wanted to even go deeper in that world is doing the the, the record to tape, which I, maybe I could see in our future. Neil yeah. yeah. Young does that too. Yeah,
0: He does. Cool. He's he fucking does. crazy too. I mean, that's wild.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we... No, it we, was really we were, cool. We were, we were in an in, isolated yeah, vocal room um, box, playing, you know, singing while the band was playing and it was amazing. And I, I do think it inspired the way we sang certain things mm-hmm. because we had James on drums and we had... Um, Sam on guitar and Joe Kennedy on keys. I mean, we have such an amazing our band live is incredible. Our studio friends are also incredible, and we have so many musicians that we now work with. And I think their playing just really helps inspire how we're going to sing. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, and with, if, these and guys already, are like
2: the best. Like these are like crazy talented musicians that insane that you just kind of go look. You just do your thing. Yeah. I don't want to stop you.
1: Like
0: keep who's the arranging flowing. it though?
1: A lot of it's arranged by our producer yeah. Eve Rothman, uh-huh. and then Ali and I as well. Like we yeah. all have a really heavy hand in that, um, and then we really let the band also do like that. do what they want to do. Because they also might,
2: from just a gut perspective, they all look at each other and go, "I feel like that should be a double chorus, or can this outro be another four bars longer?" And we'll go, mm. "Yeah, yeah, yeah, go do it." You know? Yeah, totally. Um, so there's a lot of freedom. But there's a sketch. In, before. There's, there's a sketch, but there's a lot of freedom in the sessions, which I I do think the musicians really enjoy because it's not some rigid, structured totally. session that they're coming into where they're like, okay, like, I can't really go outside the box here. We're like, try it. If we love it, then
1: we'll let you keep going down that road. Yeah,
2: totally.
0: That, like, that freedom is what makes a great product.
1: Yeah. I yeah. So too. Well, I think that's why Rick Rubin is such a genius. Because oh, yeah. he gives so much freedom to his artists and it makes them feel like they're, like, God, because mm-hmm. he's inspired that in them. Yeah, it's more so about, it's about like enabling. There's no, yeah, it totally. Exactly. Yeah. There's no barriers. hmm
0: by the way, with love from you, got to listen, right? When is it coming out? Is it out? It's out. Yeah. The fuck? Why did? I... Th-
2: well, the song's no, the out. Not, not the record. Record. Oh, Not the album. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. yeah. the confusion. the single. The first single is the album title. I don't think that was
0: like my notes say yeah. something different on the album. Yeah, yeah. I think, but well, it, it's coming right this spring.
2: Yeah, yeah it's coming yeah. out.
0: Yeah, this T- spring. Title track first, though.
2: Yeah. Title Tidal track first.
0: And why is that? Yeah. Why'd
3: you make that decision?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't think there was like a specific reason that we chose that, but we liked. The message behind with love from and that it felt like it was kind of the the heart of the the album in terms of what it meant to us and that it was kind of this love letter to our fans um and and so it made sense to release it first but it wasn't always going to be the song that was released first we've like we've gone down many paths of know this song and then know this song because we, we actually think there's a lot that could have been a single or could be a single yeah. um we've now kind of come to our conclusion. There's no real changing it at this point. But
3: but um there's a couple songs on here you were talking about singles. There's like three songs on here that I thought were phenomenal would sound oh, so cool. good live.
2: What were the ones that you what were, are they? were your favorite but, uh, songs, yeah.
3: After Hours mm. Love You This Way and Tear Up the Night.
2: Cool oh, sick. Tear, tear the, the Night Out up.
3: Up. Tear
0: yeah, the yeah, night yeah. Up.
2: Cool. Thank yeah.
0: you. Those ones are gonna sound so good live. Oh
2: that's awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. I yeah. felt very very, very understood by I'm open to something and that something is you.
1: Oh. Um, that opens our record that opens the album it's going to open yeah. the live show too
0: god we're I mean, giving
1: so much away <laughs> what do you like about the song
0: oh it kind of I don't know it's, it's about coming it, it, uh, my interpretation of it is coming to terms with the fact that you finally found somebody mm. that you're down to ride with or love mm. or give yourself to or reprioritize for
2: totally mm-hmm. even I if agree. it's not perfect it doesn't yes. have to be yeah <gasps> yeah,
0: but sometimes every, you think it needs to be perfect
2: sometimes you think it does yeah. mm-hmm.
0: but the reality is I think beauty and real love actually thrives in imperfection and growing from when the, those imperfections are exposed
2: totally I agree
0: mm. yeah well it got me thinking so thanks <laughs> you're
1: welcome uh, you're, you're welcome <laughs> for, perfection is an illusion
0: That amen
1: that's what Brett Dyer would say
0: with love from we're gonna
3: put a link in the description below listen 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 what are you thinking who was hiding out in Missouri and what were you doing there <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, you know, we've hit out in a lot of I think cities over our lifetime and I think because we've done a lot of touring, that in a way is a bit of a hideout from our real life. Being out on the road keeps you away from some of your like responsibilities at home mm-hmm. and and so for us we were like, well, let's let's choose a couple of cities in the US that I know our, our places that we connect to, or we've had moments in, um, and put it in the song. And, and we also love the
1: kind of the double meaning
2: of misery and misery. Misery. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, we both different. have our, our connection to that line, but for me it's more of like I'm hiding out in my own yeah. mood. Mm-hmm. I'm hiding out in misery, yeah. Where, about, wherever that is. Wh- what about Vegas?
2: I mean, Vegas is a city of sin, so you know nothing good happened in Vegas. (laughs) Exactly.
0: It's fucking the worst. Vegas is crazy,
2: but we've had really
1: good experiences there, and we actually shot a lot of content there, and this crazy thunderstorm followed us for like two days, and it became such a mood for this album. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah, from Marfa, Um, Texas to Las
2: Vegas. Followed us
1: from Marfa to Vegas. (gasps) Holy shit. Yeah, it was crazy. Everywhere we went, there was thunder and lightning. We were like, what the hell does this mean? Yeah. Um, When we were trying to
2: make the the music video the music for video. with love from and the like album content like all the artwork.
1: That's yeah, weird. so Vegas is just right? like is just It's Vegas. a place we've been so many times yeah. and it represents I think a lot of um just being in a dark moment or dark place. Yeah, so. it does represent a lot of darkness yeah. uh, and, and yeah. people searching for something that they can't really <sighs> ever Hold on. Fun,
0: there. Yeah, there's a whole city of people there's who live the in the least tunnels. sustainable,
2: least sustainable oh, yeah, that's place right. of all
1: time.
0: And the mm-hmm. tunnel people in Vegas.
1: There's tunnel I've, people. I've heard of this.
0: Oh yeah, dude. They live under the streets. I've
2: heard of I this. I thought I was
0: gonna be taken. I, last time I was there, I was like, Take me I read, to the I, I
2: read an article on that. I thought I was gonna be taken. Real?
0: Like no, what? I, it's fucking nuts. Like I don't like. I'm assuming it's people who come to Vegas trying to like better their life through yeah. gambling. Right. But the reality is like they fall short and never nowhere where to go and so there's of communities Minnesota? of people yeah. so the way the city is built for draining because it doesn't rain there much there's Except like when we were there it, that, yeah. which is <laughs> why it's is crazy, crazy. So there's like these drains that are essentially tunnels that exist underneath the city and they all live there like it's a whole community of people so there's like, hundreds of people
2: like like a i mean i guess would you call it like a nomad community yes. a homeless community wow. kind of yeah. a, so it's all
1: the people that yeah that didn't quite make it in the city
3: and they're still there. There. It says uh, there's 600 miles of tunnels under Las Vegas and 1,500 people live there.
1: I mean, that's a lot of people.
2: That's, yes. That's wild. That's insane. It's like a little encampment. Yeah, if they get
0: another 1,000, they're going to need, like, you know, services. Right. Wow. Trash and police and stuff. Jeez. Crazy, right?
1: That's insane. I did not know that.
0: Well, sorry to darken it up, everybody. Give it a Google when you want. Tunnel people in Vegas. (laughs) Uh, Listen. To why did I say that? Uh, listen to it, love from please, please, please. Uh, the, the, the single album's on the way, it's coming in the spring. Uh, has there ever been a discussion about doing a Cowbells present day movie?
2: Um, we, we it's been hinted we at, floated it for a bit, but that was like five years ago, yeah. And, and by now, we've now kind of said if they really wanted to do it, they would have
1: if come Disney to Plus us. wants to knock on the door,
0: they great. know to get in touch.
1: Yeah, they know yeah. how to get a hold of us.
2: Yeah, the they mouse know how to knows
0: your number.
1: Totally, yeah. but we're not like pushing it now. Mm. Interesting. Would you like a cowbell sequel? Would we'll love it. Wait, really?
0: <laughs> yes. What would, what
2: would you be? What
1: would you want it to be about?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, like, I would love to get a present day look.
2: Like, are they are they are they married? Are they divorced? Yeah. Where are they
0: at? What were you pitching?
2: We didn't uh, really. We have didn't a have pitch. a. We didn't have a pitch. It was
1: just a. Cowboy sequel. It was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Or like,
0: it's like you want to do it. Okay, we'll figure it out now. We'll yeah. figure it out now. Yeah, yeah got it.
1: Yeah. we didn't really have much. I mean, no. maybe it was uh, like a sister. One of them's divorced. Yeah, that one kind of is thing. still like working at the dairy farm.
0: I just think there's some. Even if it's like turns into a TV show, there's a good YA audience there.
1: Yeah, there I'll is. Like,
0: I'll like, I'll give it a rewatch and I'll pitch you a few concepts. Okay. You know?
1: great that would actually be really helpful
2: yeah we'll workshop perfect we'll workshop it
0: you know slow and steady
3: do you think it's important though to keep yourself separated from your Disney days like I'm sure fans would love if you thank you Dan yes I mean the Jonas (laughs) Brothers or Miley Cyrus again like I'm sure people would love that but does that even make sense no no not really I don't think
2: so I don't think so and I also feel like you know over time you end up just your taste changes so Mm -hmm. dramatically that you end up making music that is very different from the music that you were making you know back in the day i mean miley is definitely making different music yeah. i don't know about jonas brothers i feel like they're making the same music but um <laughs> but True like tea. but 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 i do think that it's one of those things where like you as you get older you start to realize okay this is actually my taste that was my taste as a teen, yeah. and and now i'm kind of i'm in this place and and you're not ashamed of the past of you course. know the past happened but you're not but really... But you don't feel
1: like you have much in common with it mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, it you know? feels
2: like a... Not in a bad way. It's like a... It feels like another time and mm-hmm. another place and era
1: and moment. An ex-boyfriend that you're no longer yeah. into. You're right. like, what? Well, let's put that outfit you're on a You're like, again, wait, we dated? You're like, huh. Right. I guess, I mean, we did That's have some the equivalent nice of kind of the Disney past. Yeah. A yeah. Bit.
0: yeah. I, I really do understand that. And I, I do think... There's like <laughs> a couple things. Well, one, I think Disney suffers from the fact that like they will not update their IP storytelling to match young adults. So, like, anything they're looking to do is still for family. And, like... Elizabeth Eventually, McGu-
1: that's gotta
0: go. Oh, you can't do it because, yeah. like, even the do McGuire forever, yeah. doesn't matter. Like, if you bring back cowbells, like, it needs to be something that is meant for people like me, yeah, not for who's watching today, Correct. exactly. It's about Correct. bringing back who was there, not Correct. feeding who's already there, yes,
2: yeah. that is true.
0: And I, I just, you know, they got to get out of their own way there, but, but like, I get it, like, it is it's a chapter that you, you kind of close, and you know.
2: Also, it's hard to remember sometimes. I mean, I know that Fuck sounds yeah. weird, no, but I'm like, it's that. a really long time ago. I'm like, wait. T- I mean, I remember certain parts, but then other parts, I'm like, I, that's, I, it's just blacked out. I'm like, I don't, really yeah, I don't really remember that. It probably is better that. that way. Fuck yeah. It's probably also a way to deal with trauma.
0: That's uh, 100%. Yeah. You know,
2: whether yeah. that's, you know, I mean, I, again, I'd, I'd, we have been very lucky and have not had a lot of really terrible moments, but I'm sure some that's of that true. is just like... Overall, we
1: had a really good experience. It's just
2: you know, you're a teen and you, I mean, most people probably don't remember oh, yeah. their teen years, Maybe, you know, you're going when they're, own like own. they're like in their mid thirties, they're like, what was I doing when I was 15? Oh. You know, sister, right. our
0: brains are developing. There's yeah, no room for exactly. memories. Correct.
2: Correct. Exactly. You're just experiencing.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Damn. Well, listen to with Love from please. Allie and AJ.
3: Final thoughts. Yeah. One quick question. Yeah. You guys mentioned taste and like, do you guys have the same taste today? Cause you're building this really cool brand. It's kind of like Western. I see you shoot a lot of things on film. Hmm. Is that mm-hmm. like something you decide on together or somebody take lead on the visuals?
1: I mean, that's something we yeah. really feel passionate about as a duo. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that because Ali and I operate as one amoeba, basically for our music, we have to both adopt the same ethos and really believe in the same thing. And if we don't, that's a conversation. But for Ali and I, it's something that that we both really strive for, shooting on film and also leaning towards more of like this kind of folk direction which is more analog really than
2: digital i mean as much as we can um but yeah i i mean i i thank you for noticing that is a big um that's a big intention behind the music and behind the visuals and um you know we're we're definitely like an indie we're an indie act so we don't have sometimes the finances that another artist would have to be able to do some you know blowout music video that costs you know few hundred thousand
3: but I don't think you need it
2: but I don't think you need it I think it can still be really meaningful and heartfelt it might not serve the music correctly if we had it that way. that's true too yeah Yeah. but um but I think AJ and I as we've gotten older our our taste does continue to like meld together I think we've always enjoyed pretty much the same music and films um and tv shows um you know my husband is is a big part of the aesthetic of the band because he's kind of our creative director mm-hmm, um so he shoots so. all the videos and all the images i mean not kind of he is he is yeah he is, is <laughs> He is the and in alley and ajb <laughs> yeah no he is um but um but i think as we get older we realize that we're like very similar in certain ways and then very different in, yeah. in others yeah but i think that the things that we are similar on are all the things that help our band, which is great. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I love survivalist shows. Ali doesn't really care for them. Yeah. I mean, I watch loves, it. <laughs> Allie loves true crime. I don't really care for that. <laughs> yeah. That's really our biggest... That's our biggest, our biggest difference. differences. Yeah.
0: Well, go see these two on tour. We're going to put a link in the description below if you want to buy tickets. Please buy tickets. Do it, do it, do it. They're putting on a good show. We're playing
3: the Greek.
2: We're playing the Greek. September 8th, that's we're huge. playing the Greek. It's a big deal for us. It's By the huge. way, we never even played the Greek back in the day.
0: That's, I mean, yeah. It's. First of all, one of the most iconic venues yeah. on planet Earth. We cannot wait. And it's the most gorgeously stunning.
1: It's
2: beautiful.
0: Are, are you guys got to come. Oh, we're coming. You have to. Oh, we're also playing
1: there. um Hammerstein in New York, which Huge. I cannot wait I for. Love... We're playing The Ryman on my birthday. Wow. A special Which,
2: Casual. Haven't played that since 2007. <sighs> Crazy. We have an old school Allie and AJ poster from the Ryman that they made us back in the day. And I'm Crazy. like, oh, I want the new version now of like us. Has you
0: know. that really been motivating at all? Like wanting to achieve in any way, whether it's like, it, it may never be chart success. It may be whatever, mm-hmm. but like achieve certain milestones that you were able to do before. And then, yeah. you know, surpass in new ways, in different totally. ways that totally. fulfill you. Totally. totally.
2: 100%. Ryman is a perfect example yeah. of I think, that. I think the the venues um, is a, is a huge example of that. I think... Radio and charting and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Never we, really were, had it to begin with. I don't think mm. we ever Not had in a huge it. Way. So in a weird way, we've never really tasted that success. So I'm like, that's okay. You uh. know, if it never comes. I also know the music. It's a weird we make, thing to be casual about, but yeah. But it's it's I true. It. We don't. I also think the music is kind of. I mean, it's a bit niche. You like, if we were just doing maybe something that was more down the middle and it was like very mainstream, I would yeah. understand maybe the the need or want for that kind of validation. But I know that our music isn't that and so we're choosing this very specific journey to go down and mm-hmm. i think we're confident in that and knowing that this is going to be i think the most rewarding for us long term mm-hmm. i think it's the kind of music that we'll be happy still playing when we're in our 50s and 60s and you that's it's totally.
3: about right i was at a stevie yeah. nicks concert a couple months ago and then as i was listening to your album i was like i could see these two playing these these mm-hmm. songs when they're like 60 70 that's just kind of cool. rocking out oh, on stage thanks, Dan. thank you that's yeah. a massive that's the compliment. Biggest
1: compliment we could get
2: yeah thank definitely you.
3: got that vibe
1: thank you that's, that's, that's really the goal, really that's the goal. Cool. Mm-hmm. um and shout out to Pappy and Harriet's we're playing a show there Wow, yeah, that it's gonna awesome. be like our pre-tour come see us listen to the whole record yeah. front to back Sick. Um Pappy and Harriet's March 17th so Damn. if anyone wants to head out to Yucca Valley Joshua Tree Pioneer Town,
0: yeah. wow come we're see really us. excited that have you guys amazing. ever
3: seen a,
1: a, a show there
3: no I've only eaten there uh, yeah I've only no. eaten yeah, there only in there never saw a show I just
2: saw Phoenix like oh, a few shit. nights ago Oh, shit. and they played inside it was, it was really cool I mean the space is was so crammed we're outside which I think actually will be more ideal I think uh, we'll enjoy it Yeah. Um. just because it's a slightly larger stage and it's just not I mean people literally couldn't move and you you're know? outside yeah. and you're outside it'll feel
1: a little more Um.
2: but it was very cool to see them in such a I mean small space they had like 300 people inside that were wow. able to attend and Sold you were just like smushed instantly you know?
1: that's but it was very fucking cool. crazy. crazy I've yeah. wanted to see like Patrick Watson there yeah. Patty Smith there never seen a show there I've just eaten that. There. And so the and fact that you experienced that the other yeah, night. Yeah, I literally had chili right before <laughs> and a and a cocktail and then saw them Perfect. play. Perfect. What a night.
3: And
0: now you'll perform there.
3: And now yeah. we'll perform yeah, there. Yeah, your first show is your own there.
0: Sick.
2: Exactly it's cool. Yeah, we For can't sure.
3: wait.
0: We're gonna put yeah. a link in the description below if you want to get tickets, go, go, go. Also link to listen to all their music, Allie and AJ on Amazon Music thank you two for giving us time and energy today thanks i really appreciate thanks. you thanks
1: we had a great time too hey, i'm glad we could, could come amazing. in this time yes same I mean, yeah anytime we put out a record we'll be here uh, if you'll have us
2: Did yeah. you already literally
3: yeah. yeah. anytime. time did you already start the next one no no funny enough
2: it, no right? we have not actually that's <laughs> like that that's good i think i think maybe at the end of the year with all the touring that will have been done then we'll maybe start to get inspired on you know writing a new record agreed
1: yeah
0: Boom. we'll
2: keep you guys up to date okay. please you'll know all the, all the details
0: give us all the tea yeah perfect yeah Dan is a real fran- f- fan I think it's amazing
2: <laughs> thank you I love thanks, it Dan. it's so good
3: like I said it's like a modern day Fleetwood Mac can fit in there with the Eagles totally that's really
1: thank cool thank you and like, really
0: cool. that's phenomenal
1: that's really high praise thank you that's
2: really yeah.
0: sweet so listen to it link in the description below Ali and AJ everybody thanks Ooh. for hanging out thanks
2: nice. thanks guys
0: Yes, beautiful human. You made it through our conversation with Ali and AJ. Proud of you. Big thanks to them for hanging out. Big thanks to our sponsors. Go Puff. And a big thanks to you for putting up with us. Now, please be safe. Hug your family if you can. Remind them that you love them. Don't go to jail. Subscribe to our podcast. Share with those you care about and have an amazing day. I really love and appreciate you. Okay. I'll talk to you real soon. By the way, today's episode is made possible by a few incredible humans, including our executive producers, Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Dylan Marter, Dan Zola, Joshua Rusak, and Olivia Rudensky. Our senior director, Toby Lawless, our associate producers, Eve Bishop, and Claudia Villarreal. Our music is by James Asciutto. Our editor is Camera Carlos Villa Gomez. Our sound mixer is Daniel Chavez Crook. Our post-production manager is Caroline Rude. And I'm your host and executive producer, Zach Sang. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'll talk to you real soon.